Warhorse, and you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast, too. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. Welcome to the Foresight Podcast, everybody. I am your host, Caleb Carter, back from the dead. If you're a follower on social media, you would have seen that I dealt with a bad case of bronchitis last week. Therefore, I was unable to record. But I've got some good news to make up for that and the fact that we just hit 100 likes on Facebook already. That is so amazing. So to reward you guys and to make up for being sick last week, I am going to be releasing two episodes this week. I'm going to release this one first, and I'm going to release... So last night, I went up to Dynamo Pro's Dojo, and I recorded an episode with James Brady. So I'm going to be probably releasing the two episodes close to the same time. So just be on the lookout for that. But anyways, as... As I usually like to start out with, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to Four Sides. Um, Since we missed last week, of course, we've got quite a bit of business to take care of. So this may be a longer episode, but I'm going to try to just not go over every single match. I'm just kind of going to do the highlights of the events that I have been to in the past two weekends. So first, I went back to Southern Elite Championship Wrestling on February the 15th, and I ring announced for them again, which was great. Um, I had Peter Van there with me this time, the kind of, just kind of a guy that's been ring announcing, doing commentary, etc. for a while, just to kind of, you know, give me some pointers and stuff, work with me. And I think that was a great that was a great experience working with Peter. I love Peter, great guy. I definitely felt more comfortable doing it this time than the first time. Like I, I don't know. It's it's just always easier the second time. I think. But anyways, into the card. Uh, as I said on the last podcast where I was previewing this show, I made I asked the question that. Basically, it's like, is Trent Daniels and Nikki Lane, are they going to be in the alliance? And the answer to that question was yes, because Nikki Lane came out with Trent Daniels that night. And he was originally supposed to face Chaos, but I guess for some reason he wasn't able to make it. So, instead, we got the big hoss, Jake Braddock, which um, looked familiar to me whenever I saw him, like, I swear I've seen him somewhere before besides SECW, but, uh, Trent Daniels is able to pick up the win in that match after using brass knuckles, and we have a number one contenders tag team match between the LA Hustlers, Action Jackson, and Brandon Barber, uh, sorry if I'm going a little fast here, I've just got so much to cover, it's a little time to do it, (laughs) Uh, the LA Hustlers ended up picking up the win that after uh, Carter Matthews music played and distracted Action Jackson. So LA Hustlers are getting another tag team title match as I predicted. So there were two matches that were supposed to happen. It was supposed to be Austin Lane versus Trent Ware, I think, and then Mike Anthony versus Andy Mack. 
those matches kind of got they kind of got put into a tag team match because to open the show, uh, Trent and Andy came out and basically cut a promo about how they deserve a spot on the roster and. So, basically, it's turned into a tag team match by uh, the boss, Joey Britt. And Joey's basically like, if you can beat the tag team champions of Austin Lane and Mike Anthony, then you get a spot on the roster. But if not, you guys, you guys got to hit the road and got to hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more. I'm a horrible singer. I know. Uh, Trent Ware and Andy Mack end up winning that match. And after the match, they attack Austin and Mike with ladders, which is going to set up a, a tag team title match between the two teams coming up this Saturday for SECW, which unfortunately I'm not going to be able to make it to, which I'll get to that later. Uh, that match is going to be a ladder match. So it'd be interesting to see a rematch and see if Austin and Mike can get back on track. Uh, Jack Parker Jr. and Warwolf in a chain match. Absolutely brutal match. I I almost want to say, yeah, that, that's probably going to be my match of the night for that. Uh, yeah, blood, storytelling, violence, just everything you would want to see in a personal feud was in that match. Uh, the infamous one, Double J, tried to get involved, but uh, the boss, Joey Britt, took care of him, gave him a punch, and... And it was just Warwolf and Jack Parker Jr. from there. And Warwolf was able to pick up the win and win the title. But uh, due, to some, due to some controversy and stuff, uh, the heavyweight title, from my understanding, has actually been vacated. So there's still a lot of questions on that. Uh, I don't even have the answers to them. But, I mean, if you want to find out the fate of the heavyweight title, then... SCCW on February 29th. That's going to be your place to be. So that was pretty much weekend number one. Uh, weekend number two, which was, I believe, February 21st and the 22nd. That's right. I'm, I've been so out of it lately, I can't even keep my dates straight anymore. Uh, 21st, that Friday. And that weekend, it was after... After a couple weekends of ring announcing and stuff, like, it, it was nice to be in the crowd again. Not gonna lie. I mean, I I really enjoy ring announcing. That's like a lifetime experience for me. But, uh, yeah, ultimately, I'm, I'm a fan as well. So, anyways, some highlights from St. Louis Anarchy uh, Strong Style Series. So, all those tournament matches that we talked about were, uh, well, actually, we didn't get to talk about them. I mean, we probably mentioned them briefly on Lee's podcast, but we actually didn't get to do a preview episode for that because, you know, the bronchitis hit me. I was sick in bed for two days. It was miserable. But uh, I'll, I'll just kind of go through the tournament matches. Uh, so uh, it opened with Gary J defeating Eric Stevens. And I'm just going to go ahead and go out of the way and say all the matches were bangers. All the tournament matches were absolute bangers. Uh, Aaron Williams uh, got kind of an upset victory in the eyes of some. Uh, He was able to defeat the Pitbull Brett Eisen, which it was great seeing Brett Eisen in St. Louis Anarchy. He, 
he fits he fits in St. Louis Anarchy, and I'm glad to hear that uh, he he said he's going to be coming back. I don't remember the date he said, but he'll be coming back to Anarchy. So looking forward to that. Um, so what was the what was the next match? Oh yeah, uh, Thomas Shire versus Daniel Makabe, which was a match I was I was really really looking forward to because just kind of the. I guess kind of the two similar styles. I mean, Shire a bigger guy, obviously, but you know he's he's got. I guess he's kind of got that amateur wrestling background, and Makabe is kind of a well, he's a strong style, but also a submission guy. So it was awesome seeing that match. Uh, Daniel Makabe ended up picking up the win. Uh, Kurt Stallion defeated Jake Durden, and I think in the tournament, so. The tournament was you could win by pinfall, submission, or knockout, I believe. And that was the only match that was won in the tournament by pinfall. Uh, Kurt Stallion pinned Jake Durden to pick up the win in that. Uh, so the second round, we saw Kurt Stallion take on Daniel Makabe, which uh, I, it is really tough. Uh, to determine what the match of the night was. Because, like I said, all the matches were great. Uh, Daniel Makabe ends up picking up the win against Kurt Stallion to go to the finals. Absolutely amazing match between the two. I know I heard the two uh, worked in, I think it's New South Pro Wrestling. Yeah, they've so they've worked before. So, I mean, you could tell just by watching the match that, like, they were familiar with each other. So, always good to see. Uh, Gary J defeats Aaron Williams to advance to the finals by knockout. And then the finals, which I'm going to go ahead and give the finals match of the night because, I mean, it was really close between Gary J versus Maccabe and Stallion and Maccabe. But, uh, I don't know, just the atmosphere of the final match. Just, I guess, being that Gary J is the mayor of Spalding Hall, uh, Gary J ends up picking up the win, defeating Daniel Makabe and advancing to the submission series, which will be taking place on May 1st. Now, after the match, uh, Gary J and Daniel Makabe showed some sportsmanship and... Basically, uh, since Gary J is the mayor of Spalding, he pretty much said that Daniel Makabe is the secretary because dude's a badass. Just gonna say it. Dude's a badass. Uh, after that, Gary J, to kind of the surprise of everybody, challenged Jeremy Wyatt for March 28th, Anarchy versus Everybody. For the Gateway Heritage Championship under Pure Wrestling Rules, which I can say has been confirmed. That match is official. It will be happening March 28th. That is a Saturday, which is weird for Anarchy because they usually do Friday shows. But if you're able to, you're going to want to go out and see that. Nick Gage is going to be in the house as well. So always love seeing Nick Gage. We'll talk about him a little later. Uh, so the next night was Dynamo Pro Wrestling, which I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a training ground for 
the St. Louis area, so it, it's always nice to see where, where the stars are made at. So there, there was a team. I'll go over the highlights like I did with the others for this. So there was a team of Jackal and Ricky Rodriguez. I think they were called the Unlikely Heroes. Uh, they won the tag team titles, and then Jackal turned on Ricky. So this was a match they had to kind of determine who was going to take over the tag team title possession. Uh, Jackal ends up defeating Ricky Rodriguez with the help of one half of the Arch City Mercenaries. So Jackal takes control over the tag team titles, and he joins the Arch City Mercenaries. So that makes them the champions once again, but this time... Since they got three members now, it's under Freebird rules. Uh, Camaro Jackson also retained his D1 title in a Fatal 4-Way match. That was a good match. Saw Orion Creed in the match as well. Uh, Rain Victoria and Ezra Zealous put on a great intergender match. I thought that was... Uh, let me tell you, I, I love Rain Victoria, like... Not not romantically, of course, but yeah, because that'd be creepy. But Rain Victoria is just one of the nicest people that you will ever meet. Because, like, after the show, uh, me and another fan were talking with Rain Victoria, which, if you follow me, if you follow me on my personal Twitter, you probably know the story already, but it's like, after the show, uh, Rain Victoria, me and this fan are just talking for like 15 or 20 minutes and it's like it's like wrestlers don't necessarily have to go out of their way for fans like that but there's the ones that do and those are those are the ones that I want to continue to support so a uh, big shout out to Rain Victoria if you're somehow listening to this uh, if you don't know who Rain Victoria is I I'd suggest you look her up on YouTube and stuff. Look at her work. It's pretty good. Um, but just overall, overall a great person. Uh, she's going to actually be on an Evolve card. It's it's the pre-show, but she's on an Evolve card. And that, that's pretty big. I was telling her that's, pretty, that's a pretty special moment for her. So the main event of that night at the Dynamo Pro show, which... I forgot to mention the show name was Mardi Gras Mayhem. Uh, Adrian Surge, which is another great guy. Shout out to Surge. Uh, Adrian Surge, he retained the Dynamo Pro Heavyweight Championship against Kareem Brigante returning from Italy. And I gotta say, like... So back to talking with Rain Victoria after the show. And Kareem just walks past us. And... Okay, so the entire time I'm watching Surge versus Kareem, I'm thinking, okay, Kareem slimmed down a little bit. So when Kareem walks past us after the show, I'm like, so Rain, is it just me or did Kareem like slim down a lot? And she's like, it's not just you. He really did. Uh, I've seen him a good number of times. Uh, I've always enjoyed his work. Uh, Never got to really talk with him on a personal level, but, I mean, I've got him on Facebook. I kind of see his stuff sometimes, and he he likes fans' comments and all that stuff. Interacts with the 
with the fans. So, I mean, great guy. I, great guy. Enjoy his work. Uh, wish nothing but the best for him going forward. And, I mean, he, he looks, he's looking, he's looking great. Looking very, very great. Uh, gonna give Surge and Brigante match of the night because, I mean, you just got two bigger guys going at it for the big heavyweight title, and I love that so much. Honestly, it was a it was a close one for Dynamo Pro match of the night. Uh, it was close between the heavyweight title match and then uh, Rain Victoria and Ezra Zealous. Uh, the reason I chose the heavyweight title match over the mixed. The intergender match was uh, because Rain Victoria won by countout, which it wasn't a bad match. It was a good match, but just just a personal pet peeve of mine is countout victories. So I mean, if you're if you're a booker and you're listening to this, just just keep that in mind. Like for storytelling purposes, it's cool, but uh, I'm just not a big fan of countout victories. So those were my two last weekends of wrestling that I've had. The the first one, of course, not being able to do an episode on that because of illness. And this last back-to-back weekend just taking place. So I was going to cover it on this episode anyways. So that's that's just kind of a brief, a brief summary of what I've been up to besides uh, suffering from bronchitis, which... Again, miserable. But you know what? I'm feeling I'm feeling better again. I'm pumped. I'm excited for this weekend coming up. We have got two wrestling shows, another back-to-back weekend, and these are very, very stacked cards. We're not just gonna do brief summaries of these. We're gonna look at every single match. And we're gonna we're gonna dig into it, talk about it. We're gonna make predictions. We're gonna get people excited. Let's do this. First up, we've got CCW presents Chaos in Charleston two, happening this Saturday, February 29th on Leap Day at the Charleston High School in Charleston, Missouri. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time is at seven. Let's jump into the card. Uh, we've got we've got a few tag team matches actually, but the first one is the new team of JJ Walker and Baracus taking on Logan Stunt and Deacon Cash. So if you were at one night right at three, you saw that Baracus took on Logan Stunt, and then Baracus and JJ Walker kind of formed an alliance. Uh, there's an ongoing thing between uh, Logan Stunt and these two guys, uh, Walker and Baracus. And it looks like Logan Stunt has a partner in Deacon Cash. So, I mean, the the rivalry continues. There's not a whole lot I can say about it at this point. Actually, there is. Uh, if you remember back at the CCW anniversary show... When the Wise Church lost the tag team titles and Deacon Cash was the honorary member of the Wise Church. After the match, J.J. Walker, who was an altar boy at this time. If you're listening, J.J., do not deny it. You know it happened. We all have to start from somewhere. Uh, J.J. hit Deacon with the code breaker. So, I mean, 
there's some unfinished business there. So I, I think, unfortunately, we didn't get to see them go at it in the One Night Riot match, but we may get to see it now. Uh, as far as my prediction goes, oh, man. Uh, so I, I think I'm actually going to go with, I'm going to go with Logan and Deacon winning this match. But I think there'll be some kind of aftermatch attack from Baracus and JJ. So we'll just have to see on that one. Uh, another, The next tag team match we've got is the former champions who lost their titles at One Night Riot. The LA Hustlers are looking to get back on track against the tag team of Zay Washington and Venom. So there was an instance in the One Night Riot match where... Uh, there was the Infinite, who was about to be eliminated by Venom, and then Zay Washington jumped in, and he eliminated the Infinite. And Venom he felt robbed of that moment, as I said on a previous episode. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how these two are able to get along, and are they able to put their differences aside to beat the LA Hustlers? Honestly, I, I don't think so. I think I think those differences are going to get the better of them because I've seen it happen so many times and I think I think this is the match that the LA Hustlers are they're going to get back on track. They're going to pick up the win, I think. We'll have to see what happens. For the CCW Tag Team Titles, we've got the new champions Addison Kane and Gage Robertson, the King's Court we got them taking on Dangerous and Delicious in Dangerous Donnie Six and Justin the Juice Smart, who says he's nutritious, delicious, and tastes great. It seems like these two teams had quite the encounter in the One Night Riot match. Like, both teams were part of the Triple Threat Tag Team match. Of course, the King's Court walking out victorious. But during the 30-man riot itself, uh, it seemed like there was a battle raging against the King's Court and Dangerous and Delicious, which is probably what made this match happen. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a moment in the riot match where Jason Wells saw the King's Court and Dangerous and Delicious battling it out and ultimately getting eliminated at the same time and then... Being like, you know, I think these two are, I think these two got some some business they gotta work out. And what better way to do that than a tag team match for the belts. Uh, so my prediction as far as this, uh, I love the King's Core. I love Dangerous and Delicious. But just for the sake that they just won the titles, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go with the King's Court here. Uh, nothing against Dangerous and Delicious. I think they are an outstanding tag team. But I think King's Court is just on a roll right now. And I think they're going to continue being on a roll. Uh, moving on to the pure openweight division. Uh, we've got a number one contenders match between Joey O'Reilly and Sexy Sarge O'Reilly. Who made his return at One Night Riot. It's a battle of the O'Reilly's. There's not much else to say about that. Uh, winner's going to get a pure openweight championship match. Uh, there's always that possibility that uh, Joey O'Reilly wins and goes on to March Malice next month to 
face Brandon Barbwire, who may or may not be the pure openweight champion after Chaos and Charleston too. But there's also that possibility because if you remember the first ever March Malice, uh, Brandon Barbwire defended at the time his heavyweight championship against Sexy Sarge. So there's always that what if for a March Malice rematch against the two. Uh, if you remember even further back, uh, the first ever CCW match that ever happened was Brandon Barbwire versus Sexy Sarge. So that could be a great throwback. But uh, prediction-wise, I'm going to go with Joey O'Reilly just uh, based off the athleticism. Uh, Sarge, obviously the more experienced guy in the match, but I mean, I think athleticism is going to get it in this match, and that's why I'm picking Joey O'Reilly. Uh, for the Pure Openweight Championship, however... Uh, the winner of that match will face the winner of this match as Brandon Barbwire defends the Pure Openweight Championship against Riser. So, Brandon Barbwire uh, coming in first at the One Night Riot match, of course, and getting eliminated by a returning or sort of returning Austin Lane. Uh, Austin Lane has actually been suspended from CCW for this show due to his actions at One Night Riot after eliminating Brandon and himself. So, we're not, unfortunately, we're not going to get Austin Lane at CCW this time. But, I mean, you gotta think, with all that going on, and Brandon constantly thinking about Austin Lane is... Is he focused on Riser? I mean, Riser is obviously like a, a newer wrestler, but I mean, there's always that possibility that Brandon Barbwire will uh, he'll underestimate Riser. But I mean, personal prediction-wise, I think Brandon's gonna walk out still the champion because, like I said, I, I I've known Brandon for a long time and. Whenever he's got evil things in his mind, he's very, very dangerous. They call him Missouri's most malicious for a reason. And I think Riser's going to find that out come this Saturday. Moving on to the men's championship match, or should I say the men's championship match. I put that in quotations because I know some people are still kind of iffy about that. But, we got Trent Daniels, with his new manager, Showtime, defending that championship against Holodead. If you don't know who Holodead is, and you're coming to CCW this Saturday, I... No, no, I don't suggest... I challenge you to go look up some Holodead content. Uh, one half of the Twisted Sisters with Thunder Rosa, I... At Warrior Wrestling 7, back in December, I saw Holodead for the first time in person as she took on Savannah Stone, which I think is one of the best female wrestlers in the Midwest, and let me tell you, I have I have never seen anybody take Savannah to the limit like Holodead did. Maybe except for Tui Lynn Ramsey or Shay Sheen, but I mean, you get the idea. This is... This is going to be Trent Daniels' biggest challenge today. Uh, Holodead is a force to be reckoned with. So, 
Trent Daniels is going to need some kind of miracle to retain that championship against Holiday. But you got to think he's got Showtime in his corner. And if you remember One Night Riot, uh, Showtime assisted Trent Daniels with the taser to help Trent Daniels retain the title. So uh, the same thing may come into play this time. I, I don't know if Holiday feels pain, though. That is, that is the thing. Like, will a taser even work against her? Uh, I don't, I don't even know if I want to make a prediction on this match because, like, uh, I'm supposed to have Trent Daniels here on the podcast, so, I mean, I don't, I don't want to bet against him, uh, Holiday, uh, I don't, I definitely don't want to bet against her because, like, I did at Warrior Wrestling, and I mean, she lost to Savannah Stone. Savannah was able to beat her, but like, I came up to her after the show and told her, "Sorry, I had to root against you." And like, it was scary. It was a scary moment. Not gonna lie. So, I'm not making a prediction on this match for that for that reason. So I, I'm just gonna move on to the next one, and uh, that that's gonna be an awesome match, but. Anyways, what's also going to be an awesome match is we got a big six-man tag team match. We've got House 100's Hollis Jarreau and two of the newest members, Dalton Anthony and Chris Slammer, who's also going to be on a future episode of Four Sides, taking on the team of the One Night Riot winner, Cash Borden, Jackson Crowley, and the returning, or made his return at One Night Riot, Osby Tomlin. Wow, this is going to be... I don't know how else to say it. This is going to be an incredible match. I mean, you got... Jackson wanting revenge against House 100, of course. Uh, you know... You know Cash Borden wants some revenge after... House 100 interfered... To cost him a... Yet again, another shot... At the CCW Championship... Uh, although he was able to win the One Night Riot match and will get a title shot at Zipper Show, you gotta you gotta think that he's still a little upset with House 100, and he's definitely looking to get his hands on them. Uh, Osby Tomlin, uh, we don't we're not quite sure what his role is yet, but uh, I have from good authority that Shannon Young is going to try to talk to him. At the show because you know they used to be or maybe they still are I don't know great friends they were great friends and like Shannon wants answers why did Osby Tomlin quote-unquote turn his back on mr. 100 at the one night riot so my prediction for this match uh, story wise story wise uh, Hmm, and maybe the fact that uh, you got the team of Jackson Crowley, Osby Tomlin, and Cash Borden. That's a pretty sick team. Not gonna lie, and I'm not gonna bet against them, because that's my pick to win the match. In our main event, we've got the CCW champion, Otis Crowley, being accompanied by Mr. 100, taking on ECW original, former WWE superstar, and current TNA Impact Superstar, 
Rhino, the Man Beast, the War Machine, one of my favorites of all time, probably. I'm a huge Rhino fan. I honestly, there's a big debate going on about who has the best spear in wrestling, and I think it's Rhino. It's definitely Rhino. Uh, I'm just gonna say this right now, uh, in case any person with creative authority at CCW is listening. Uh, if you have a segment with Rhino and Osby Tomlin doing the Spider-Man points at each other, I will freaking love you forever. Because, yeah, I don't have to explain why. Let's talk about Otis Crowley versus Rhino. That's going to be another hard-hitting match, and you know I love those so much. This has got to be one of Otis Crowley's biggest challenges, not just not just since returning to CCW, but possibly in his entire career. I mean, the guy's even said it himself. And Rhino is one of the most hardcore dudes, period. Like, wrestling-wise, ODCW, you've got... Guys like Tommy Dreamer, you've got guys like RVD, Raven, The Sandman, you've got Rhino. And like, I've got to wonder if we're going to see one of those pile drivers off the apron through the table. Uh, I don't know about all of that with the Missouri rules and stuff, but I, these guys are going to tear each other apart. It's going to be entertaining to watch. Uh. Tickets have gone off sale from capewrestling.com, but you're able, you can still get tickets at the show. Uh, I think meet and greets are going to be pre-sold at the show, too. I I don't really have much on the meet and greets with Rhino, but uh, my pick for Otis versus Rhino, uh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go with Otis just because, like... Story-wise, one, and then the role he's been on, two, and three, he just seems like one of those guys that does well under pressure. So don't forget to make it out to Charleston, Missouri for CCW Chaos in Charleston 2, Saturday, February 29th, doors open at 6, bell time's at 7. However, if you're not able to make it to Charleston and you're kind of more south in possibly the Arkansas area, uh, be sure to make it out to Southern Elite Championship Wrestling uh, at Hoxie, Arkansas. They're running a show that night. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it to that because I'll be at CCW doing stuff. So make sure you give them some love too. They're, They're a great promotion. They've been... They've been putting on some really awesome shows. Gotta be the hottest wrestling in Northeast Arkansas. If not, the entire state of Arkansas itself. So, you've got you've got two options for this Saturday, February 29th. You've got CCW. You've got Southern Elite. You've probably got other promotions running too. Wrestling is just so great right now. Wrestling's on fire like... Man, I can't even express it properly. But after CCW's Chaos in Charleston, the very next day 
is Glory Pro Wrestling's third anniversary. I can't believe it's already been three years. It was it was three years ago the other day where I went to Glory Pro's first anniversary show where I met Tetsuya Naito, which was an absolute dream come true. Uh, Naito didn't speak a whole lot of English, just the basic English, but... Uh, I can tell overall he was a nice guy. Uh, so I- I've loved Glory Pro for for a- quite a while. Uh, that's probably one of my homes besides CCW and Southern Elite. So we've got a we got a huge card for the anniversary, the third anniversary. Uh, and I'm just gonna go through each match and talk about them as usual. Make prediction if applicable. So I'm going to start off big with possibly one of the biggest Haas fights we have ever seen in Glory Pro Wrestling. We've got the one called Manders taking on Jake something. Also taking on Clayton Gaines making his Glory Pro return. I'm a big Clayton Gaines fan. And then the last participant making his Glory Pro debut is Impact Wrestling star Big AC baby Ace Romero, big guy. You may have seen the the gif or the video of the guy pouncing the guy out the ring. That is Ace Romero. Uh, if you don't know who Ace Romero is, uh, like I said, do some research. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be uh, I'm not gonna be that guy that tells you you're living under a rock because that that's just kind of a douchey thing to say in my opinion. But yeah, big fatal four way hoss fight. Looking forward to it. Uh, I really, really don't know. This is another one of those. <laughs> another one of those matches that's so hard to pick. Oh man. Uh, I almost want to go with Manders just because I think 2020 is gonna be his year. But uh, I think I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with Glory Pro experience wise. Uh, Jake something. I think Jake something's gonna. Probably win the match. That's that's my pick. Jake something. Next match, if my phone will scroll, because I'm looking at these on my phone. Ooh, Blair Onyx makes her Glory Pro debut. And honestly, I don't know a lot about her, but you know me. I'm always excited to see new people. Uh, we've got another females match. Actually, we've got... A females match, uh, a mixed tag team. This is a stacked card. Uh, so we got Jake Lander taking on uh, another breakout star in Ethan Price. Uh, Ethan Price winning over the Glory Pro crowd uh, these past few months. So this is going to be Ethan's biggest challenge in Glory Pro to date. Taking on Jake Lander. This is kind of the opposite of a Haas fight. Like, what is the term for, uh, what's the term for smaller guys facing each other? Is it Lucha Libre? It could be, uh, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna leave that one for you guys to decide, but, uh, this is another match where I'm gonna have to go with experience. Uh, I'm gonna pick Jake Lander to win, but obviously gonna be a big banger. This match is gonna, this match is gonna be awesome. All these matches are gonna be awesome. Uh, we got a triple threat match. We've got Paco Gonzalez versus Mike Outlaw versus Usuj D 
forgive me if I mispronounced that or horribly butchered that name. Uh, triple Threat Match. Don't know a lot about the guy that I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name again. Uh, Mike Outlaw, he's been killing it lately in Glory Pro, making a big name for himself as a singles competitor. Uh, Paco, the most hated guy in Glory Pro Wrestling right now. Uh, at the last Glory Pro show in the, the David Lee Memorial Tournament, that's right, uh, Paco was able to make it to the second round. Mike Outlaw, unfortunately, was eliminated in the first round. Uh, so for this match, I think Mike Outlaw is going to kind of get back on track. So I think Mike Outlaw is going to pick up the win in this match. That's going to be my pick. What do we got next? We got so much on this card. It is absolutely incredible. We have a first time ever tag team match between possibly two of the most over tag teams in indie wrestling right now. We've got St. Louis's own, the besties in the world, taking on the Gym Nasty Boys. I am a huge fan of of the Gymnasty Boys. I am a huge fan of the besties in the world. This is a very, very difficult match for me to decide on. But no matter who wins the match, um, I think the ultimate winner is going to be the fans. Fans are going to be the winner of this match. That's my prediction. Moving on. I'm just kidding. I'll pick somebody. Uh... So the besties have kind of been a mainstay in Glory Pro, whereas the Gymnasty Boys have kind of showed up every now and then. Uh, they're a good tag team and stuff, but I think just based off the home turf, uh, the experience, I'm going to have to go with uh, the besties in the world for this one. And like I said, ultimate winner, the fans. Ultimate winner of this entire card the fans. We've also got the little blue dragon or the little blue-eyed white dragon, whichever persona she's gonna row with now. We've got another Glory Pro mainstay in Sheen taking on another big challenge in Hyen. Please forgive me if I mispronounced that as well. Uh, I've heard a lot about her. Uh, she's trained by Booker T and stuff, has been involved in Rise and Shimmer, so... It's great to see her come to Glory Pro. I'm one person I'm excited to learn more about. But I'm picking Shay Sheen to win this match. And the reason is because just the Glory Pro mainstay factor. Uh, I think Anniversary is Shay Sheen's show. Uh, she's going to go 20-0 at Glory Pro Anniversary events. Kind of like Undertaker went 21-0. Uh, last year, of course, Shay Sheen defeating Sue Young. So I think Shay Sheen's gonna keep that anniversary streak going by defeating this newcomer to Glory Pro anyways, high end. Uh gonna be a good match. I always enjoy watching women's wrestling, so yes, indeed. Next up we have got a mixed tag team match. We have got Dan the Dad and Alley Cat which they have an official team name. I'm not sure what that is off the top of my head. Uh, they're going to be taking on... Love that Danhausen. 
and Elena Black. So excited to see Dan Housen back in the house. So excited to see Alley Cat back in the house. Always great to see Dan the Dad in the house. Always great to see Elena Black as well. I'm, like I said on, I think it was actually the first episode, I'm becoming a big fan of Elena Black. Uh, so, I think for this match, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be one of those comedy matches, but it's gonna be, there's nothing wrong with comedy wrestling. I enjoy comedy wrestling. It's, it's gonna be good. Uh, my pick is Dan Housen and Elena Black. I think Elena Black is gonna continue this winning streak. Uh, the next match, we've got uh, a huge Fatal 4-Way Tag Team match for the United Glory Tag Titles. We've got the defending champions, Halal Beefcake, taking on Alpha Omega. Yes, they're still back together. Taking on the four-star heroes. And I don't think there's going to be a snowstorm to stop them this time either because... I don't know. This weather is just crazy, man. Uh, anyways... Halal Beefcake, Alpha Omega, Four Star Heroes, and the Regal Twins. Mmm. Big tag team match. It's gonna be awesome. I say that about every match, but I really, really, really mean it. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, my pick is Halal Beefcake to retain the tag titles. Just because they have been... Again, it's, it's just... When, when somebody's on a roll... Like, it's kind of hard to bet against them. So that's that's just my that's my thing. Uh, we've got Hakeem Zayn defending the Midwest Territory Championship. And I believe this is actually his first defense of the title. Defending against Cody Lane, who, if you were at Steel Cage Challenge or you watched it on IWTV, use promo code uh, 20GloryDays to get 20 free days, by the way. Um, you would have seen that Cody Lane won a cage match to become the number one contender for the title. So, Cody Lane is finally getting his title match. But, unfortunately, as much as I see talent in Cody Lane, I don't think this is going to be his time to win the belt. Uh, my pick is Hakeem Zayn, which, uh, Big Nasty is a big Hakeem Zayn mark. So, shout out to Big Nasty. And why not shout out to Hakeem Zayn or Rahit Raju, whatever you're going by now. Uh, one of the big ones. I think we're down to the final two matches. Yes, we are. Uh, I'll go ahead and get this one out of the way. Uh, this is a match that I'm kind of a little emotional about. Because, like, <laughs> these are two of my big guys right now. Uh... Kevin Lee Davidson, love you brother, taking on Nick Effin Gage, which uh, since Glory Pro is family friendly, I wonder if they're going to let that one slide, but not taking any chances here on the podcast. Uh, earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday, I haven't been on Twitter that much, but as I was going to get the match list for this show... I discovered that this match has been made a false count anywhere, no disqualifications match. And oh, buddy, do you remember what happened the last time KLD 
was in a no disqualification match or a false count anywhere match in the Collins Club. It was him taking on PCO and they went all over the place. Chairs were flying. It was wild. Uh, PCO, of course, picked up the win, but that match will probably go down as one of my favorites that I've ever watched in person. Uh, so, apparently, Kevin says there's this this kind of business that him and Nick Gage have to take care of in the ring. So, I just hope whatever they've got, I mean, I, I love both guys. I, I love Kevin, I love Nick. Uh, I've seen Nick at a good number of shows and I've kind of started to, kind of started to connect with him when... I don't want I don't want to say a personal level yet, but it's like I come to a show that he's at and he recognizes me not by name but by face. But it's like I don't know, man. I don't want to bet against Nick Gage, but I mean it's KLD's home and he's got that he's got that big size advantage. And after going to war with PCO, I mean and going all over the Collins Club, he's kind of he's kind of got that place routed out better than Nick Gage does. I mean, Nick Gage, I love you, man, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Kevin on this one. KLD, uh, the number one contender for the Crown of Glory title as well. So you know he's gonna need that momentum going into a championship match. So the main event. Or is that going to be the main event? I don't know what's going to be the main event. It's This card is... Wow. It's so amazing. And CCW is going to be amazing too. This whole weekend's going to be amazing. But the last match I've, I'm going to be talking about is for the Crown of Glory Championship. It's Rich Hummy Juice, The Truth, AJ Gray, who has one of the best Twitter accounts ever, taking on... The Dirty Daddy, Chris Dickinson. So I saw Chris Dickinson one other time in person, and that was at St. Louis Anarchy's Battle of Spalding, where he took on Gary J and took him to the limit like I have never seen anybody take Gary J to the limit. So AJ Gray has got quite a challenge here. Uh, AJ has been the Crown of Glory champion since last September, I'm wanting to think. Yeah, it was the Thunderstruck show where he won the belt because the Rock and Roll Express was on that show. So AJ's probably going on six months as the Crown of Glory champion right now, which is very, very impressive. He is uh, defended successfully against Kurt Stallion, against Paco, uh... This wasn't a title match, I don't believe, but he defeated Mance Warner in that death match at Unsanctioned last December. So, I mean, AJ Gray's been on a roll lately, and you know what I say about people being on a roll. So, that's going to lead me to my pick for this match. I'm going to pick AJ Gray retaining the title against the Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson. It's going to be an epic match, but I don't know, man. I mean, WrestleMania weekend's coming up, and with Glory Pro having a show 
that weekend, it is very possible that, you know, they might put the title on Chris Dickinson. I mean, it's wrestling. You never know, but I think AJ can handle himself against the Dirty Daddy, so I'm sticking with AJ Gray for this. Uh, so we got two epic shows this weekend. We got CCW Chaos in Charleston. We've got Glory Pro Wrestling's third anniversary. That's going to be at the Collins Club Sunday, March 1st. Uh, you can probably still get your tickets at gloryprowrestling.com. If not, you can always get them at the door. Doors open at 2. Show is at 3. That is in the afternoon. Uh, front rows are $30. General Mission 20 Uh be sure, if you're able to, get those tickets in advance because the prices will go up the day of the show. So today we have previewed three wrestling shows that I went to. Uh, you got to listen to me talk about how I was all sick and stuff, trying to get sympathy from everybody. <laughs> uh, and we previewed this upcoming weekend. Uh we did all of that in record time. Uh, we're not even at an hour of recording yet, so... Uh, I said this was going to be a longer episode, but... I mean, hey, you guys are getting two episodes in a week, so, I mean... You got plenty of content to watch. Uh, the, the James Brady interview, or... I don't even know if I want to call it an interview or not. Like, we were just sitting talking like bros do, man. Uh, that's about an hour. This is probably going to be pretty close to an hour as well. Uh... So, at CCW Chaos in Charleston, as you saw on the Facebook page, I'm going to be sitting down with both Trent Daniels and Slammer to get them on the podcast. So, if you've got any questions for them, make sure you go on that Facebook post and you comment those questions. Uh, I'm going to be heading down there Saturday afternoon sometime a few hours before the show so I mean you've you've probably got until like I'm gonna say noon on Saturday you've got till noon on Saturday to get those questions in uh if there's anybody that you guys ever want to see on the podcast just feel free to give me a holler I'm on social media uh Facebook page is four sides uh Twitter is at four sides IV uh you can just shoot the page a message or you can mention me on Twitter or whatever and just be like, hey, you should bring this guy in. Or I've got an email address too. It's foursidesiv at gmail.com. So, I mean, I always love hearing feedback from you guys because you guys are the ones that support me and I appreciate it so much. I love listening to what you guys have to say at the shows and just whenever I see you guys or... Even when I see you guys on social media, it's just so awesome to interact with you all. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Four Sides because I've got some editing to do, obviously. So don't forget to make it out to some awesome wrestling events this weekend. Uh, I plugged my social media account, so make sure you go follow them, like them, etc. Uh, if you see me at the show, feel free to say hi. Like, I'm not a stranger. I'm... I love talking to you guys, like I said earlier. So as always, thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you for hanging in there with me. I hope to see you guys at wrestling shows this weekend. But if not, I will see you next time here on the Four Sides Podcast. Peace.